airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, welcome to the Friday edition of Aaron the Addison. Mm-hmm. This is our gumbo show. Everything just kind of goes in the pot. Yep. You are a big part of the Friday show. We take more calls, talk to you more, um, get your take on what we've discussed all throughout the week, which yes. is, you know, I think another opportunity for the conversation to kind of drill down just a little bit deeper, maybe mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, to hear, get some feedback from our brothers and sisters who are listening. Mm-hmm. So let me just start off the show by giving the number And then uh, we'll make formal introductions so that everybody knows uh, who they're listening to and talking to. Uh, 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. You've been listening all week. You've heard um, a variety of very, oh, wow, a variety of various topics. (laughs) (laughs) It's Friday. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's all good. I do care. Just to give you a sneak peek inside my family, our kids would call that error. Somehow they would call that out yes. and mock us for it. Uh, yes. Nothing really gets by them. It's kind of gone too far at this point. I'm I'm trying to rein it back in because it gets in the way of discussion. They stop to call all of the things. Right. So you got to be like, hold on. You have on, to rein right. it back in. No, yeah. you can't. Don't call that. Don't just... It's okay if a person, you know, misreads something. You don't have to point it. Just let them, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's Friday. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC already taking your calls at 888-589-8840. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just by way of recap. So on Monday, we started the week with the question, why is this happening? Looking at what's going on in our in our country Um, I think so many people feel bad for what's happening in our major cities, Mm -hmm. cities that are run by um, liberal leadership and refusing help and intervention uh, from the federal government. And so we were asking the question, why is this happening? We took a look at uh, Second Thessalonians and Ecclesiastes uh, chapter eight, uh, verse 11. And uh, one of the things that we kind of uh, arrived at, of course, we fill that in with some news stories, just trying to make sure to jog your memory. But one of the things that we arrived at is what we see happening in our country is because man loves unrighteousness, the wicked hmm. love unrighteousness. Man. And that is what is being celebrated. And then also because justice has not been carried out swiftly. Yeah. So people are emboldened to keep uh, doing what they're doing. All right. Yeah. And then on Tuesday, the Benham brothers joined us mm-hmm. and um, we were reminded uh, in addition to that interview with them, which was a great one, we'll talk about that um, AFA at home with Walker Wildman. Make sure you go to afaaction.net to register for that free event. I'm doing this off the top of my head. I don't have it in front of me, but I want to say it's October 8th. Yes. I want to say it's That's October correct. 8th that that happens. You can register for that free event mm-hmm. uh, with a host of um, uh what do you, what do you call them? Or, or Experts, yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Again, it's Friday, so <laughs> all right, that's what I'm. That's well, what I'm, I'm looking for. for. You. Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate. it. I feel like my song is. Well, never mind. Um, I was <laughs> never mind. Here we go. Benham <laughs> Brothers. 
on Tuesday and then also pointed out that it's just justice. Mm. It's just justice. Mm -hmm. It's like making a formal introduction. Please call it justice. Just justice. Just justice will be all right. You don't need to put anything else in it. You know, because what we see happening in this country is a perversion of justice. And Mm -hmm. why are we defending that? Why are we protecting that fact? Because justice is rooted in the character and the nature of the attributes of God, right? So you don't need to give any other kind of qualifiers or descriptors or anything like that. It's just justice. And then on Wednesday, we talked about Kenosha Pastor James Ward Jr. having an opportunity to be at the table with President Trump as he toured uh, Kenosha and uh, really just laying down some truth about why what is happening in our country is happening. And uh, I... (laughs) I think he listened to Monday's show. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) Pastor Ward, that's fine. That's fine. I'm joking. I don't think he listened. (laughs) Um, And so that was on Wednesday. And then yesterday, black women are not safe in America. I maintain that position. I gave the real reason why black women are not safe in America. And as the phone lines are getting queued up and uh, we'll we'll prepare Mm -hmm. to go to those lines in just a second here. I didn't have this information in front of me yesterday, okay. but um, happened to come upon this information before before going to bed last night. And I thought, wow, you know, if I had had this information, I would have included it among the stories. But in addition to everything that's going on, you know, Black Lives Matter is also calling for Hollywood to engage in some type of protest or boycott because <sighs> of Jacob Blake. See, so there you go again. The foolishness again. continues. Black women don't matter. And remember, Hollywood had its Me Too moment. It had its whole Me Too movement. And now Black Lives Matter is calling for Hollywood to engage in some type of boycott or or some sort of activism, a show of support for Jacob Blake. Now, if these people were smart, and then we'll go to the phone lines, if these people were smart, somebody would stand up and say, but he sexually assaulted a woman. (laughs) So... Um, yeah, but nobody. I mean, that's like that doesn't. It's not matter. gonna happen. No, no. That's that. W- that's not part of the narrative that that uh, has to continue to keep the Correct. the rage and the outrage going. That you're absolutely right. So you are absolutely right, and that's the that's the sad part. That's the sad part. So Very anyway, sad. that's a recap of what happened this week, and um, you know, we're just grateful to have arrived at our at our Friday, and um. You are here, too. So thank you so much for joining us. Let's yes. go to the phone lines. Will the great squeeze in as many calls as we can. 888-589-8840. Where do we go first? All right. Let's go to Julie in Mississippi. Hi, Julie. Hey, Will the Great. Hey, Miki. How are <laughs> Hello. you guys Hello. Good. 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 Um, listen, so I try to catch y'all every day when I'm going to pick kids up from school. And yesterday, Miki, I... Really, you moved my heart because you were so passionate about the, the topic of black women not being safe that I, I really wanted to call you yesterday and tell you that that baby inside of you is about to jump right out because <laughs> you were fired up. I hope that's prophecy. And, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to say, you know, you were saying people need to stand up. And honestly, the first thing that came to my mind was you. You need to be that voice, and we need to figure out how to get more black women supporting that same situation, because I do think you're right. I do think that more and more will be abused, and they won't mm. they won't do anything, because why? Why? They become the guilty party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And Man. so I, I just wanted to put that bug in your ear and to tell you and Will that y'all are fabulous. I love listening to you. I love Gumbo Friday. And um, I, I, I really have lots of prayers for you guys. And, and thank you. Thank you for what you're doing and standing in the gap and putting that biblical worldview out there because people need to hear that. They need oh. to know. God bless you, Julie. Thank, Thank you, you Julie. so much. I, I really do appreciate you. We've got to keep contending for the truth. Amen. We've got to be willing to tell the truth. And, and and I will tell you, by God's grace, as long as he allows us to do this, we will keep telling the truth. We, Man, you know, and, and let me say this, and then we'll go back to the phone lines here. We do not take it lightly, and we do not take it for granted that we have been given the strong conviction to live for the glory of God. We don't take that for granted. Like not that's that's not something that we're just like, well, I'm just going to keep. We are like, Lord, by your grace, that you empower us by your Holy Spirit Amen. to desire that the Lord even gives us the desire to live for his glory and to be unmoved by this culture. That's a blessing. So if you find yourself in a place where it starts to feel like a burden, I would just remind you that to have that feeling and to have that conviction, whatever your influence is, mm. it's a blessing. Amen. It's a blessing. Amen. So um, thank you so much, Julie. We appreciate your encouragement. Your words are well-spoken. Thank you. Uh, where do we go next, Will the Great? All right, let's go to Jonathan in Texas. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, how are y'all doing? Doing good. Hello. Uh, I just I like to say y'all are doing an excellent job. Keep up the Lord's work. God thank bless you. you. Thank you. We appreciate it. For a while. Uh, I just thought I'd like to say there is more going on than people see. Mm -hmm. It's just slowly, slowly coming out. Mm -hmm. But like any disease or cancer, uh, it'll get worse before it gets better. Mm -hmm. And I know Donald Trump is going to win this next election, and he's going to move fast, and it's going to come hard. Is, okay. is that is that is that it? OK, well, no, look, I, I, I do agree with you that yeah. there are things that are slowly shifting and, and things that are going on. I appreciate you calling in, Jonathan, Jonathan. Um, and I appreciate your thoughts there. I'm not exactly sure. I think the context of this fast movement and the swift movement, I think he means that in a positive way. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to make that assumption. I will say this. You know, I, I think we've tried to be very careful, certainly here. Um, with the ministry that we have here, we've tried to be very careful with um, speaking in, in sort of like these broadly brushed uh, terms where we say it is only this and it is only that. And you can't be a Christian if you don't do this, if you don't do that. Right. Um, and, and I want to stay I want to stay true to that. I will say this, though. I, I think that this election um, a couple months away now, man, it, this year has flown by. It's just it's amazing that so we're in September. In man, uh, my so goodness, much. I, I'm, t man, I, 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 <laughs> I feel like September. I, I feel like 2020 was like, hey, hey, nice to meet you, and then just kind of like <laughs> moved in, started setting up, you know, man. its own furniture and everything. And you're like, wait, hold up, we, right. hold up, we, you know, hold up. We don't know you and like so that. So here we, here, we don't know you like that. <laughs> um, so, so here we are in September, but um, I do believe that um. The divide is closing in for people who say, well, you can still vote this way and still have this. I think that people are really beginning to clearly see that for the Bible believing Christian, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, but for the Bible believing Christian, there are not many options. Yeah. All right. Like if, if, if we really want to just be frank about that. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's my two cents on I that. Thank you that. so much. Yeah. 
you, you no, I'll just say I agree with that. And, you know, I think things one thing I will say that during this year, things have been cleared up like never before. Like you can yeah. see clearly if you have eyes to see, you can, That's you right. know, you can see clearly the difference between, um, you know, wickedness yep. <laughs> and holiness and all kind on yep. in, in all kind of ways. You know, it's just being evident. It's made evident. You know, what's, what's being right celebrated. and what's wrong, what's being what's celebrated, being protected. what's yes, behind what, this and what's behind yes. that, even the spiritual warfare, all that you can you see it manifesting even more. So that's right. That's right. And and so much so that I think there remains no more room for excuse there. Where do we go uh, next? Will the great. All right, let's go to James in Tennessee. Hi, James. Hello. 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 Hey, uh, I, yeah, I've got three quick things to say, um, uh, observations. You guys were talking a lot about the stuff with the uh, with our kids in public schools. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things we ought to work for is a group. <laughs> Here is something that, that, that doesn't happen, but you can still afford cooperation between the various local community churches to do release time for the kids from first grade on so we get our time to give religious instruction to our kids in school. Mm. It's perfectly legal. There's no establishment clause conflict or anything mm. else, but it's going to take a strong movement by parents and the churches to succeed at it. But then we can get our kids five days a week while they're in school. We can give them uh, religious instruction, history of the church instruction, all that kind of stuff. That gives them something to work with, and we get them from first grade on. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something we really need to work for. And it's something that there's only only one place in the country do that I know that they do any part of that, and that's in Utah. Wow! Mm. Wow, that's Utah very interesting. And, and usually, and the Catholics and the Mormons are doing it in high school in Utah. Hey, thank you so much for calling, James. I think I think your dog wants to say something to us. I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, exactly what it is that's been burdening his heart, but it sounds like he's like, give me that mic. I'm going to say something. And, uh, and so just maybe, you know, just, just tell him it's a human show. That's all. (laughs) Just say, this is not about you, buddy. This is a human show. Um, listen, this reminds me of a call that we got at the end of one of our programs. And our sister was commenting on how we continue to talk about what's happening in the public school, even though we homeschool. I want to tell you the reason we do that is because we know that our brothers and sisters in the Lord still have their kids in public schools all across this country. Mm -hmm. And how dare we know what's going on, but not talk about it because, oh, well, I'm not directly affected by that. That's a lot that we're not directly affected by, but it affects the body of Christ. And so we care. All right. Aaron, the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. Living for the most high, feeling like I won't die. Before I get to meet him, I'ma see him crack the whole sky. Everything he teaching me, I'm speaking through the flow now. And it's even sweeter than before now. Got me yelling God over my name. Christ over fame, be the same me before they added lights to my Welcome to the Addison's Friday. Somebody looks down at their radio dial. They're like, wait, no. Oh, that's right. It's the Addison's time segment. That's us. Hey, Welcome. This is some, sometimes is what it sounds like in the vehicle with all seven, soon to be eight of us. Oh, my wow. goodness. Can I, <laughs> let me say, it's, such a, it's a Friday show, so let me just pull this in, and then we'll go back to the phone lines here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we are doing these routine baby checks because they're treating me like Sarah. <laughs> they call it advanced maternal age. I'm 41. I, I thank God for every year that I have. 
But, you know, over 35, they call that advanced maternal age. So I say they give me the Sarah treatment. And uh, so they do these routine checks, which involve, you know, doing scans for the baby and all of this. But uh, from the beginning, this child, who is a boy, um, has covered his face. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so he does not it's want so to funny. be seen. He does not like I mean we I think he you has know, there my were, personality. I think he has your personality, Will <laughs> the Great. Like, no, He's like, nah, <laughs> you just wait. Just wait. Okay. I said what I said. And he, so his arm is all always over his face. We go in and, and anyone who's expected a child in the era of the 3D ultrasound scans, <laughs> you know you look forward to that because it's your sneak peek. You know, you're like, okay, let's see nose let's see what he looks like you know you're trying to get a good picture this kid this kid it's like dude this is your moment just put your arm down <laughs> just behave just do choose to do what's right you know what i mean <laughs> no so funny. no arm in the face and and it's been consistent that's what he does uh three different texts trying <laughs> to at three different times trying to get a scan of his face and his arm is over his face. His his hand is pressed against his forehead. So let me tell you what I what I believe this kid is saying. There's no way I'm coming out into all of that. <laughs> I hear what the y'all talk about is, every day. The no. house is loud. <laughs> I feel I feel like he's like your kids are crazy. I don't want to be a part of that. I, I his the the way it looks is that he is stressed out already. <laughs> So he, so he's like a womb <laughs> the Lord has palm. prepared for me. I just, I look, I don't have high hopes that he's in any hurry. And um, anyways, if, if the, if it's indicated at all by the way he keeps his hand over his face, like, man, like he's always shaking his head. I can't believe, I can't, I can't believe anyways. Uh, so it'll be a surprise to all of us. I think what he looks like because he is making us wait. No other child did that. Uh, we were always able to get good, sca- uh, good scans and don't call that as a last name. <laughs> Good scans. <laughs> and no. <laughs> All right. Anyway, welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition. It's our gumbo show. We try to yes. do a little bit of a lighter show, recap what we've talked about during the week, and talk to you a little bit more. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that was Bizzle with I'm a Christian. Yes. Sherry B is over in Studio CC, and the phone lines are loaded 888 589 8840. 888 589 8840. Will the Great, where should we go now? All right. Let's go to Martha. Martha in Mississippi. Hi, Martha. Oh, my bad. Joanne in Mississippi. Hi, Joanne. Hey, how y'all doing? I've really Hello. enjoyed y'all's shows the last couple of days. I've been able to catch y'all. But, Nikki, I really appreciate you pointing out that the victim was that girl that got mm. raped. Yeah. And Will the Great, I love your LaPone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now I know why they call you Will the Great. Oh, oh it's, it's taking that, has it? What you're doing, what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so Joanne. much, Joanne. We appreciate you. She says, you know. Will up until yesterday, there's been nothing profound <laughs> that you've ever that. said. No, I'm just I'm translating. <laughs> I speak Mississippi, and she's saying. But when you said that Lapon, I said, "Ding!" That's why she married him. That right there. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Joanne. I appreciate you. I'm joking because it's Friday. Just a little bit more. Thank you so much for your encouragement. Uh, where do we go next? Will the Grace? Now we can go to Martha in Mississippi. Hi, Martha. Hey, Will. How are you doing? Doing good. 
And Mickey, Mickey, you are Mickey the Magnificent because you inspire <laughs> every day. I listen to you. God you make me you. want to start shouting inside my van. I'm going to scare my grandson to death most of the time. But yesterday, uh, it really, really touched on with me uh, with a sexual assault mm. of this young lady by Jacob Blake, allegedly mm-hmm. a sexual assault. And all of these NFL and NBA players putting his name on their helmet right. and defending him. What happened to believe the woman? Mm. What happened to everybody saying, believe her <laughs> until you prove it not that it's not true? Mm-hmm. My daughter was a victim of a sec- of a of an assault. I'm so sorry. And it was a family member, somebody that I never would have imagined would have done this to her. Mm. And it was my stepfather that did this to her, and I've known him my whole life. Oh, I'm so and she sorry. was 13 years old. But she did what I always told her to do is do not be silent. Always right. tell. Mm-hmm. And she did. And for two and a half years, I fought the district attorney's office because of his age they didn't want to prosecute because he was old but mm. old did not stop him from mm. assaulting my daughter yeah. somebody oh. that called her granddaddy you know she she loved him but she couldn't understand why he did this right. yeah. and for grown men who get paid millions and millions of dollars to slap this young lady in the face that way and mm. say what he did to you doesn't matter as much as what happened to him. He made his choices mm-hmm. in both mm-hmm. instances. Mm-hmm. He deserves his day in court, but she also deserves her day in court. That mm-hmm. is so well yeah, said, right. Martha. Thank oh, you, Martha. thank you so much. Man. That that is so well said. I'm I'm not going to add anything to what you just expressed. I I think that you have driven home the point that I was attempting yeah. to make yesterday. Thank you so much for calling, and I'm so sorry for the devastation that your daughter suffered. I mean, that's horrible. And there's just, I mean, you know, you just don't have any words for that. Um, You just don't have any words for that. Thank you. Thank you for calling Martha. We, we appreciate you. Will the great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Nancy in Alabama. Hi, Nancy. Hey guys. um, We like, we like that. Mickey the magnificent and will the great. (laughs) My friend and I have listened to you and we love what you, and your boldness, and I like the thing that you say about the there's truth and there's error, and there's not an in between. That's and right. we appreciate what you do day after day after day. And I want to just point out that you're um, talking about this guy that's being lifted up, and mm-hmm. the lady he abused. That is not even that is not even a, 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 a that's truth. That he abused her and she had to take it, and they're they're making a big thing out of him. Come and on. women are not safe. It doesn't matter what color they are. It doesn't matter. It, abuse is wrong. And we just want to. My friend and I are in the car right now, and we just want to praise you and thank you for your dedication to the Lord. And we pray about for y'all every day. We just thank we you. we appreciate you. Thank you guys for all you're doing, and we know you're in this time spot for the such a time as this so god bless you and your new baby 
and all your other children, and we know that you've got something special for all your children. So keep doing the keep doing the job. Thank you. Well, Thank God you. bless you, Thank Nancy. You. And and listen, we praise God for every opportunity that we have. Um, to, to be able to do what it is that we're doing right now. Nancy makes a great point. Let me let me point something out. And because um, I think our sister Judah, who wrapped up the show yesterday, also made this similar point. And I think people understand why we chose to come at this yesterday the way we did. But I want to make a, I want to make the point here and I really want to drive it home. I understand, and this is not to ignore women of any ethnic background who become victims of sexual assault, but I intentionally chose to say that black women are not safe in America because of what the narrative is right now. And I want everybody to understand that. Mm -hmm. That was not to say that if you don't fall into a certain ethnic category, that your sexual assault is diminished or it doesn't matter. It was to meet these people on the playground where they play. You understand what I'm saying? And there are times where you have to take a Pauline approach to the error and say, I'm out of my mind to talk like this. Mm. You Mm. understand? Mm -hmm. And you have to meet these people where they are with a certain amount of... (laughs) I want to say spiritual sarcasm, but I don't know. Maybe the spirit's like, don't bring me into that. Like, (laughs) but there is some sarcasm that the apostle Paul uses when he's dealing with error. Right. And I, and I believe that being led by the spirit of God, you know, when to do it. And so I chose that intentionally. Black women are not safe in America. Why? Because the current conversation is about black lives mattering. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's the current conversation. And so you can take a black woman who has been sexually assaulted repeatedly for the last eight years, at least twice a year, and you can disregard her and you can celebrate her attacker. Black women are not safe. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm going where they play ball. And um, that's where my sports reference stops because <laughs> I could try some things, but it's I feel like it's going to fall flat. So thank you so much, Nancy, for your yeah, call. And also you. yesterday, it gave me an opportunity. I wanted to toggle back to something that our sister Judah said. Um, this is not to exclude anyone's right. sexual trauma, right. not at all. But it is to say, oh, you want to play that game? You want you want to then 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 let's let's talk about it. Right. That's that's what we were attempting to do. I think a lot of people got that. But in the event that there was one or two or whatever who didn't understand why we chose to come at that from that angle. That's the reason. That's yeah. why we did that. Um, all right. Well, the great. Where do we go next? All right. Let's go to uh, Pamela in North Carolina. Hi, Pamela. Well, good afternoon, you two. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I appreciate everything that you all do for the kingdom and, and especially Nikki, I learned so much from, from you and your teaching. It's wonderful. So, um, keep up the good work, but, um, I was calling me, I felt led to call because not from something, I didn't hear your show yesterday, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. but there was a caller that had called, um, on the show earlier today and he made a comment about how black women, in particular, were afraid to call, and you know, in those situations. Well, as a survivor of domestic violence, and I'm not a black woman, I, I can only speak as a white Christian woman, mm-hmm. um, I know that the abuser will, you know, get you to, you know, make you afraid to call. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, like you were saying, I really appreciate what you said about, yeah, you know, it's not a matter of color, 
um, you know, evil doesn't see any color. Mm. So uh, I just wanted to point that out. And then also to make the point that um, police officers, when they go to these kind of incidents, that that's the most volatile call Mm -hmm. that they're going to go on. Yep, You're right. And so they, you know, there is they dread those calls. Mm-hmm. They really do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that's kind of getting lost in the shuffle. Yeah. You yes. know, what these police officers are, you know, um, they're putting their lives on the line to go yep. and help these people. And it doesn't matter what color. They don't know what color they are when until they get there. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just what I wanted to bring up. All right. Pamela, thank, you, thank Pamela. you so much. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you for your encouragement. We really do appreciate that. And let me just say, you're right. You know, and that's one of the things that I think kind of grieves us the most with as, as Will the Great calls him LaPon James's <laughs> comments about, we don't know if law enforcement officers wake up that day and, and this is the day that I'm going to end the life of, of a black person like that. Come on, man. Man, that, that, yeah, I don't even know. Like what? You, how do you describe that? You know how you lo- you're looking for the word that really can kind of just like encapsulate everything that you want to say about that type of statement, but you just can't find it in one word. Um, <laughs> you know, and I don't want to overly simplify it, but <laughs> right. it's dumb. Yeah. Right. I know you guys were looking for some big like Abraham Hamilton the third word. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's just dumb. <laughs> I'm sure if you go back to the original Greek, it's dumb. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I'll I, I, I say this. I was talking to a police officer um, just for the sake of this conversation. It's a white mm-hmm. police officer. And we were talking about uh, things like this. It was uh, some months ago. And he said, you know, Will, when we go out uh, to certain areas, you know, where maybe it's a black neighborhood. He said, man, a lot of times we try to overly like be nice and yeah. and, and really try to not. You know, uh, because we understand what the mindset is out there about yep. us. He said, look, I'm I'm telling you, we, we are more more times harder on our own than we yeah. are on those in the black community. He said, yeah. I personally don't know anyone that has a mindset that we're going to go out there Man. and just get some black people. That's what he told Man. me. And I have no reason to not believe him as a brother right. in the Lord, you know. And I'm like, man, you know, I, I, I believe that, you know, that they really do consider What's going on and trying to be cordial, but when you have someone who's resisting, trying to wrestle you and all Come this kind on, of stuff, man. like what are you going to do? You I know? just I don't understand it. And you know, I'm not I'm not a post jumper. I, I don't usually get on people's posts and comment and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know. But I, I was I was looking at the post that you made, which, you know, when you shared the information behind uh Jacob Blake's you know, yeah. history and, and uh some of the responses that you got. And boy, I was just compelled to get on there because <laughs> it's it's amazing to me the number of people who have so bought into the narrative that they can't see an actual victim that right. has presented herself in this entire scenario. And and boy, I, I just it was across the board, the yeah. people from, you know, various ethnic backgrounds and of both sexes. Yeah. Like I just was I was so surprised and and and, and I will say this respectfully, but I say this assertively. The amount of ignorance that was displayed and some of the responses on that post, um, it was disheartening to me. It was disheartening to me. People have, excuse the expression, whitewashed the hood. 
Hmm. Um, I I just don't understand. Hmm. I don't understand how we got here. You yeah. know what I mean? Where we have airbrushed it when what we're really dealing with is more of like a graffiti type of thing yeah. that's going on. Yeah. All right. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll take more calls on the other side of the break. Stay close. My God is a big guy. He's a great guy. He's a big guy. Big guy. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's greater than the rest. Yeah, he's greater than the rest. My God is a big guy. He's a great guy. He's a big guy. Big guy. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's greater than the rest. So it was a, it was a, um, a five-striped North, um, North American skink. I think is what we discovered. I just want people, I just, it's Friday, so just give people just a little glimpse, just a little peek inside the Addison abode and the things that go on. Because, you know, this hour is not all we got. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. a lot more of the hours that that, that the <laughs> Lord has allowed us to have. And yeah. so I just want people to understand, like, there's this this thing where people can think, man, you know, you talk on the radio. And so there must be so much <clears throat> glamour associated with that. And And then, you know, uh, you say no first, <laughs> and then you you share an anecdote. And so um, earlier this week, when wrapping up one of the programs, um, I go back to like grade papers, right? I just mm-hmm. wanted people. This is <laughs> this is it. This is the grit of it. Okay, right. I go back to grading papers, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table. I'm grading papers, and uh, and I have the second born mm-hmm. Gabby come running to the table. Mom, mom, it's a lizard. It's a lizard. <laughs> Okay. And, you know, and at this point, guys, look, you know, I already told you I'm 41 and pregnant. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, come on. You know, I mean, what is it? Are you sure? You know, because I, I, I got it's got to count. If I'm going right. to get up and go and see what's going on, you know, I need you to be sure. I need a description. Was it wearing glasses? I need to know where what vicinity was it in? I'm talking into my shoulder. I got a, I got a, a skink. What is it? What? We don't know. Right. <laughs> and so. So anyway, I get up and, and as I'm going back to the room um, where said uh, lizard was found um the child is explaining to me how she found it mm-hmm. so she's in her closet and um she has agreed to put a toy box in her closet that mm-hmm. does not belong to them because they have the space for it right our house throws up toys i just want to say that they're <laughs> everywhere all the time it's constantly trying to find please we did a big them. purge though we had a huge purge, but still, the <laughs> house is still <laughs> throwing up toys. And uh, and so so the child says, so I was going inside the toy box, and I saw it, and I thought it was a toy because we have all kinds of creatures that are for, you know, learning play, right? right? Like, so yeah. lizards, lizards, dinosaurs, and, yeah. uh, which, by the way, um, the thing with the fanned horns, if you step on that when you're walking, oh, you draw closer to Jesus. <laughs> when If you step oh, on man. any of the dinosaur figures, the thing with the plate head, I can't remember its name, and one of my kids would correct, he would correct me right now. <laughs> I'm not going to say who he is, JD, would tell me exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, but anyway, she said, I thought it was a pretend lizard. So then I tried to grab it, <laughs> which at this point, that's when you start kind of, you start moving. You know how when people are telling you stuff, you start feeling right. like it's on you. When, as she goes more into detail, I know this is real. And so I start moving cause I feel like, I don't know, it's there. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and so she goes, it's in the closet. So we get in there and JD, the valiant mm-hmm. is 
is my bug killer when Will the Great is not here. And let's be honest, sometimes Will the Great is like, man, go get it. <laughs> go ahead and get buddy, that one. Just go get it. You got that, buddy, right? Sam Witt will be the next one, though. Sam Witt's the next oh, one. Oh, man, Sam Witt shows up <laughs> for bugs. And, and we have to tell him, listen, you don't enjoy it mm-hmm. so much. You know what I mean? There's something about his personality. Sam Witt's the next one. So JD is Johnny on the spot. He goes into the room. He's going to grab the the lizard. We're, we're calling it a lizard until we do our research, right? And uh, and so JD says, oh, mom, he goes, I saw it. It ran under the bed. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, they always say that. Which, and by the way, let me just tell you that the translation is I once caught a fish. That's what that means. <laughs> it's huge. Right. I, I don't take them seriously when they <laughs> right. say that. Right. Right. So we go in there. We got to pull y'all. We've got to pull mattress off. We got to pull drawers out. It's this bunk bed thing that got me questioning my life choices. Like, why did I do that? I mean, it's massive. And so anyway, they finally captured it, put it in a glass. Well, (laughs) airbrush starts to come over JD's life. Oh yeah. He starts to gloss over and the music comes on for him. This is the pet he's always wanted. Right. Mom, look it up. What, what is it? Let me describe it for you. Can you Google and find out what it is? You know, so we find out what it is. And can I just say, it was a pretty good looking lizard. <laughs> it was a lizard. But Will the Great gets oh, home man. and put brings the graffiti. Outside. He's like, <laughs> wake up, son. Man, put him put in it his out natural the- <laughs> habitat. You're going to kill him. <laughs> you know? Anyways, Come on, man. so we enjoyed our pet for about 40 minutes. We man, had about 40 minutes with the pet, gave him some blueberries. Um, because we researched that that's what they like to eat, like fruit and things like that. The thing didn't eat. Um, <laughs> he probably so- <laughs> was in shock. He was like, let <laughs> yes. me out of here. Just like you're sick. He's probably one. like, I don't know how I got in here. <laughs> but, man, I just went through a crack and I'm like, man, where am I? <laughs> I believe I believe that the five stripe skink was like, forgive us our trespasses. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we will never. And you know what? Let me say something and then we'll go back to the phone lines. I'm really glad that we were able to capture this thing and then release it back out because it will send a message to other skinks. <laughs> right. Man, look, if you find yourself. <laughs> the, the one in the house where they have seven of them, don't go. <laughs> Try to get out. <laughs> Remember how you got in. <laughs> go, go back the same way. <laughs> Please go to the phone lines. We'll be great. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's go to, uh, let's see, David in Ohio. Hi, David. Hi, how are you? Doing good. Hello. Hello? Yes, go ahead. I just uh, wanted to respond to yesterday's um, message that you had on on the radio. It was amazing. And um, I have to admit, being a white male, um, it was a perspective that I never really considered. And it, I felt like yesterday's uh, presentation was actually educational for a lot of conservative Christians, and I want to thank you for it. Um, it was amazing. And then I also wanted to encourage you with your homeschooling. My wife and I homeschooled our, our three kids. We were actually living in a country called Swaziland, and we were the first missionary family to consider homeschooling, and there was mm. a lot of pressure put put upon us because before that time they had always sent kids away to boarding school Mm -hmm. and we said you know what god gave us these three kids um he intended for us to raise them and so there was some some difficult times but then when we left the mission field 
eight years later, um, every family was homeschooling. And when we came to the United States, our um, kids were tested by the public schools because especially back then they were concerned about the quality of education that we had given our kids. Mm -hmm. And they tested five years ahead of kids in public school. And and so that sort of resolved that. Along the way, we have two lawyers, two lawyers, and an engineer with advanced degrees. So you guys are headed down a great road. Um, don't hesitate. You're you're doing a marvelous job, and I just want to thank you both for your ministry and for taking a stand for your family. Oh, oh David, you, David, God bless you. Wow. Thank you so much for that call. That that is so all around encouraging. Thank you very pressure. much. I don't feel no pressure. No, just <laughs> no, I, I mean, he, I feel like we just sat down to a friendly game of cards and he was like, I'll see you two lawyers and raise you an engineer. And I'm like, I'm like, we got a bug catcher here <laughs> right. that we just hope doesn't eat them. And so uh-huh. there, there's that, David. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, David, no, thank you so playing. much for your encouragement. Thank we you, appreciate David. it. Where do we go next, Will the Great? All right, let's 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 go to Steve in Indiana. Is that Steve? Hello. Hey, Steve. Yes, it's Steve. Hey, I, I appreciate you guys. I've been a longtime listener, first-time caller. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also think that uh, what uh, Miss Nikki said yesterday was, phenomenal mm. it was i appreciate it so much and uh you know i watched earlier this week the press conference that he did outdoors with the mother and father and the lawyer mm-hmm. and one of the reporters asked um uh, a question about why the police were there what was happening did they have a warrant or something like that and the father got really upset and he <laughs> said um every time uh, a, a black person or man gets shot you always want to bring up his character and I was a bit taken back by it and I I thought that um, uh, I remember Martin Luther King said that a man should not be judged by the color of his skin mm. but the content of his character come on Steve and they Preach. kind of flipped that whole thing on its head mm-hmm. and <laughs> that a man is a, a, acquitted or should be judged by his color of his skin mm. and not the content of his character wow. and you addressed that so well yesterday, and um, if you would want to talk about that, I'll hang up and listen to your answer. And one thing, Mickey, please run for Congress. We need someone like you speaking the truth there. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. I'm tired, boss. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm tired, boss. Um, no, thank you, man, Steve. Man, you points. hit the nail yeah, on the head. Right I don't know what head. I could add to that because, He's look, right. every – Every kid growing up, you know, in your elementary school, if you if you were uh, public schooled or publicly schooled as we were, you remember those assemblies uh, mm-hmm. for Black History Month yeah. where we all memorized that. Right. Mm-hmm. We had to understand that we want to be judged by the content of our character, not the color of our skin. But Steve is dead on yeah. that. That has been flipped on its head. Now, we cannot bring up the obvious. No facts. Will, Don't worry about facts. Just what I feel. <laughs> Don't talk about the facts. No. Look, I look my I I remember years ago, I'll say this and we'll go back to the phone lines. I remember years ago my sister and I, my older sister was with the Lord. I remember us watching like a 2020 or a dateline something and it was Diane Sawyer and she was interviewing people who were working. They were uh serving hard time and I think they were part of like a chain gang or something like that. Like you know, so they were linked together, but they were doing labor outside. And so the question was whether or not it's humane to have people who are in prison, you know, and, and serving hard time, working, doing hard labor. And um, Diane Sawyer uh, 
questions or asked a question of one of the inmates. And I hope that I'm getting all these details straight and asking him about. And, and he said, I feel like this is cruel and inhumane. This is cruel punishment. You know, I'm out here. It's hot. You know, I'm working. And, 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 and he was just kind of getting after it. And and uh, Sawyer said to him or she asked of him, she said, now, what are, are you in for? You're in for murder. Right. <laughs> and he said, but still. <laughs> but still. So my sister and I adopted mm. that for years whenever there was, you know, a question asked of us that we Man. knew should matter. Man. But we just chose that it, you know, wasn't we'd say, but still. Man. And that's what our culture is doing today. Our, our culture is saying, but still <laughs> like, wait a minute. Didn't he assault this woman? Isn't he actually the aggressor? Isn't he a monster? But still, that's what our culture is saying. Mm-hmm. Pay no attention to that. Of course, Steve, you said it better than I did just then. But that's that's what we're happen- That's what we're seeing happen in yeah, this country today. That's true. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to uh, Jake in Arkansas. Hi, Jake. Hey, yeah, how y'all doing today? Doing good. Hello. Yes. Uh, I was listening to the show, and, and I was listening to her about talking about the lizards, but that's not what I want to talk about. But my nephews get the lizards, and they'll put a, a lizard on each side of their ear, and they walk around and look like they got earrings. You can put <laughs> oh, <them> stop. <laughs> Man. <laughs> no, but sir. It, they said don't hurt. But you know what I'm saying. But they do it, walk around with the lizards hanging That's off their funny. ears. Wow. And they try to do me. I went, no, thank you. <laughs> no, sir. What I, called, what I called for, I went to school to be a policeman. And and a lot of people don't understand when 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 we say stop. Don't go running and looking in the vehicle. Stop. Mm-hmm. You can't go get in the vehicle like you're going to get some. Cause they they teach us to, you know, you can't wait to see what's gonna happen, right? Because you could get killed, it'd be killed or be killed, right? And so right. And I resigned, I resigned out of it because I couldn't take it, and mm-hmm. and I, I was preaching, I was preaching because when I went to school, what they did, they put me in a simulator, and you have to shoot that person, mm-hmm. and being a minister. I couldn't sleep at night when I come home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I got experience that I sold some people a horse. I live in the country, mm-hmm. and they had a dispute over it, and then they wanted a bill of sale. And so I went to get a bill of sale, and the officers was already there. And they were white people. And when I got, I bought a brand-new truck. When I got out of my truck, I didn't know what they expecting, whether I was going to be white or not. But I got out of my truck, and they whirled around and put their hands on their guns. And my question, so after they seen my color, why did they do that? Mm. Mm, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't know, Jake. I, I don't know. Look, um, when we, we will say partiality exists. There are people, yes. you know, that's not, that's not at all. We know that there's things out there that people have issues, you know. That's right. With partiality. That's right. For sure. That's right. And, and let me say this. Let me say something. Well, man, there's, there's two things that I want to say here. Um, one and this is this came to my mind when Jake was talking and not to take away from the last question mm-hmm. that that our brother had, you know, why do some people assume make assumptions about other people? We know that that is real. Right. Right. Sometimes when you press the person and ask them a question, um, what they reveal to you may not be what you originally thought. That's true. Uh, I will say very recently I had this experience. I thought that a person responded to me in a certain way. Will the great you know about this at yeah. the coffee shop? So yeah. I asked him. <laughs> I asked him Mm -hmm. and man, you know, we had a conversation around it. Right. But let me also say this. 
when a law enforcement officer like this law enforcement officer did, <clears throat> excuse me, and trying to apprehend uh, Jacob Blake and not letting him get away, mm-hmm. fire shots at him. Mm-hmm. What he is saying is the exact opposite of what the current narrative is. What that officer is saying is that this girl matters so much. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> that I'm not okay to just let this man just go away and and ride off into the sunset. Mm. And we've got to make sure that we highlight that in the conversation. These officers are putting their lives on the line in this context. All right. We're out of time until Monday. Lord willing. God bless.